You're listening to Diablo Off The Record, brought to you by Tweaked Audio. For the best headphones money can buy, go to tweakedaudio.com. This is Diablo Off The Record. Stay a while and listen. Welcome back to Diablo Off the Record. My name is Dave Deenforce Adams. Today's record date is the wonderful night. It's kind of rainy. It's the night of July 27th, 2012. Again, my name is Dave Deenforce Adams. Sitting with me tonight, we have in second chair the wonderful, the amazing, the illustrious, the pop culture referencing Mistress Liz LeBeau. How are you doing tonight? Hello. You do know that the Olympics are on right now, so um, I'm missing that. Not like I would watch, but I'm missing it. I'm sure a lot of people are uh, watching people swim. (laughs) All right. All right. Yay. Swimming people. (laughs) Swimming is fun. All right. Also, we have Keth. How are you doing today, Keth? Yeah. Go America. Yeah. Woo. Okay. I'm done. You realize. You're totally the guy they don't let into the Olympics. But he's the guy that would sit outside with a beer in his truck. <laughs> Dude, tailgate party at the Olympics, you know? Yeah. All right, whatever. He's got his portable grill. He's got the American flag <laughs> tattooed on his chest. It's not tattooed. It's painted on. Well, yeah, that's what I meant. But Yeah, yeah. yeah that's not as much fun at the Winter Olympics. <laughs> yes, it is. For the spectators. <laughs> Look Awkward. at that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's shaking. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's 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 uh let's talk about our week uh, before we actually get into the show. I know that a lot of us, well, especially me, I'm a huge dungeon crawler fan, and this week has just been excellent for dungeon crawlers for me. First off, I uh, I followed Keth's advice, and though it's not really as much as a dungeon crawler as it is kind of a uh, Keth tower defense. Tower defense. Thank you. It's a tower defense game. It's called Dungeon Defenders. I picked it up off of Steam this week. There was a really, really big sale. And I'm kind of getting used to it, and we'll see if I'll, I may even hand out my, my tag on Steam, see if people are enjoying it. Um, I know me and Keth haven't even had a chance to play. He's been busy this week, and we'll get into that in just a second. But this week I also picked up Torchlight. It was on sale for, what, two, three bucks or something? You didn't so, have Torchlight? Well, I had Torchlight before. I finally have got it again on my own Steam. So I finally have a copy of it for myself. I can go through it and try to beat it again. Which is, I need to do that before Torchlight 2 comes out. Because, I mean, I love Diablo. I'm going to play Diablo, but I also enjoy Torchlight. I mean, I'm a dungeon crawler fanatic. That's what I do. On top of all of this, a free dungeon crawler has come out very, very recently. But it's completely in Japanese, and if you know what I'm talking about, you're going to squeal like a little schoolgirl, seeing as how it's arguably the best dungeon crawler series of all time, and that's Fantasy Star Online 2 has released in Japan. It's slated for English release, but it is free to play, and you can pick it up from PSO2.jp, I believe. 
Dungeonhunt.com should send you there. But it's, uh, again, it's a dungeon crawler. And it, it's just like Diablo in that you walk around the same dungeons over and over again, collect items. Except this one is more of a over-the-shoulder kind of game. Which is, it's excellent. It's its, its own awkward spin on the, the series of a, of a dungeon crawler. But it works, and I, I've always enjoyed the Fantasy Star series. Um, so you're going to end up texting me Japanese letters and having me translate them for you, aren't you? Oh, no, I'm just going to wing hey, it. Keth, what does Kanichiwa mean? You know, if you want to come over to my house and set my game up so that it's in windowed and the perfect size for my screen, feel for it, bro. Um, you're also going to be humming Turning Japanese over and over again. I already hum Turning Japanese over and over again. <laughs> You really um, think so? Yeah, I already do. <clears throat> Before I actually get into one big deal that we had this week, um, <clears throat> I wanted to say that uh, my prayers are going out to my sister. She's not exactly my sister. She's actually one of my closest friends, so much so that I refer to her as my sister. Her dad has been in and out of the hospital lately. And he right now he's out, but he, he had a little bit of surgery. If you could... If you think about it, pray a little bit or just keep in mind, hey, hope Dean's sister's doing all right or her dad's doing all right because it is it has been a little bit of trying time. Also, one thing I wanted to say before we move on to our other hosts is that uh, we had a an email that I wanted to talk about before we even got into the show. Um, some things were said last week which were very absolute. I was very decisive on how I said certain affixes were literally useless and I guess they were taken out of context and I understand you know we have listeners who play a lot of different classes a lot of different specs and it's got to be frustrating to listen to someone on a podcast go on and on about how they don't like what makes your class work and I gotta say I know that none of us on here have a uh, inferno wizard and that was what the email was about. You know, the Inferno Wizard actually needs, or at least does very well, with increased attack speed. And I know I put it down very hard last time, and I stand for it. My, as a as a barbarian, you know, I when I'm tanking, I have no use for attack speed. When I'm going into DPS, I choose crit over attack speed. And I'm not going to back down from that position because it, it's what works for me. But that's that's one thing I wanted to say to all of our listeners before we even start the show is that, yes, we do give our opinions on affixes. Yes, we do give our opinions on how certain classes play well with certain skills. But the whole point of the game is what works good for you. If anyone says that anything is absolute in either that it's completely required or completely useless, test it out for yourself. Have an opinion of those affixes and skills for yourself, and you'll be better for it. Just taking someone at their word, be it on a podcast, be it if they're the first person to ever beat the game, the last person to ever beat the game, it doesn't matter. You need to try it out. Test these crazy skill combinations. I know that pretty much every week, I try to give out something weird. And you know what? Weird things in this game are good. Especially people like Keth. He's kind of awkward. But he's fun to play with. Uh, Okay, uh, extremely. But, but in an adorable way. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I, I do want to thank our listeners, especially those who, who sent in emails about things said on the podcast. And, you know, I understand that there's a lot of feelings that go along with this game. This game has been a huge part of, of me for my life. And I want to hear what works for people. If you're using some weird off-the-wall combination that I may not have even covered on this show, feel free to send in a message and say, Hey, David, you suck. By the way, here's my awesome combination that I'm using. You know what I would love to hear from people is uh, why they choose the skills that they choose. Like, they prefer it because it's faster. They prefer it because, oh, when you get into this situation, you can group up your enemies or whatnot. I would love to hear that. I'm very interested in those. I love seeing little combinations like that, especially when it's it's small things. Like, you'll get combinations of two skills, not a, just like a full set, but just these one or two skills that work so amazing together that they're almost... It's almost like once you've learned about these combinations, it's hard to get rid of them. Like, I know for me and my Barbarian, there's one Whirlwind ability that goes so well with uh, a... Uh, reflect ability that just it's sickeningly good i don't know if those kind of combos act yeah never mind go ahead <laughs> it, it 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 works for me like i said you got to find out what works though. for you yeah but that's exactly it i want to hear from more people than our barbarian crowd we got to hear from other classes exactly i want to hear from other classes so if you're playing some any any class even if you're playing a barbarian if you find something that you love feel free to send it in to us i know i'll test it out if I don't have a high enough character to test it out, I'm sure I can get either Liz or Keth to test it, and we'd love to, to showcase it here on the show. All right, so guys, uh, Liz, I want to yes. hear, uh, actually, I'm going to make you go last. Keth. Yes. How are you doing this week? I I tell you what, uh, apparently it's been a bad week all around. Uh, my week, you know, it started off with me having to work my weekend uh, because of an event we were doing at work. And so they gave me uh, days off in the middle of the week, and I was really looking forward to that uh, to get on and get some play time in. And uh, just as I was sitting down and logging on and getting ready to play, I got a phone call from my girlfriend who was in tears. One of her family members died. So thanks to everybody who sent me emails and stuff, uh, you know, showing their support. I, I, me and my girl really do appreciate that, and and I can't thank you enough. Uh, for my our week that we've had, uh, uh, yeah, I didn't get a chance to do anything this week. It's it's been kind of crazy. Well, that's okay. You know, I know real life gets in the way sometimes, and hey, you know, it's just a game. But that's what we're here for. That's what the game's here for is to help you get your mind off of that. You know, help relieve a little bit of that stress when it comes down to it. So yeah, well, I'm hoping to get on this weekend. Uh, well, I, I know have a little if I see you on, I'm capturing you, and we're totally going to go kill something. Yeah, I could uh, definitely use with uh, a little taking my mind off of things. Definitely. That's what this the game's used best for. It's a rage filter. Helps you get a little bit of that <laughs> anger out, right? Well, maybe you should have played <laughs> a little more of this game before last night's Skyrim episode. <laughs> Man, that, that, that episode. If y'all haven't listened to that, I it recommend... good. <laughs> listening to uh, Elder Scrolls Off the Record. It's another one of the shows that we do. I was so angry at Bethesda. I'm not angry as much as disappointed that I just couldn't help myself. So if you want to hear just pure, <laughs> unadulterated Dean rant, feel free to check that out. It was sexy. 
Oh, why? Well, thank you. I try. I I've, I've been parting it on the side. That's how. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, Liz, what have you been doing this week? Well, I did. I had to go to a doctor, um, not for anything you know serious, just checkup stuff. And I casually mentioned that I got hired on a gaming podcast, and his eyes got really big, and like worried. Because he knows that I'm going to be sitting there, sitting here playing video games like in all my spare time. And then he started asking me, he was like, well, you know, how how uh, do you get up and, you know, every hour or something, walk around, you know, you sure, do you get really angry at these games? I guess he maybe had a patient earlier that was, you know, in poorer health and had a problem with that. That's the only thing I could guess because I'm like, dude, I got a clean bill of health. <laughs> What is this? So does anybody else have that problem with doctors being like, whoa, when they mention video games? Well, I'd just like to say that, you know, I get a lot of exercise. It takes a long way to walk from Act 1 to Act 3. <laughs> you dork. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I completely agree because I know those feelings of sitting down and not doing absolutely anything while you're playing. And I know I'm guilty of... Uh, of not doing much. Yeah, it, it made me kind of feel bad. So, yeah, <laughs> if you ever go into your doctor for a checkup, don't mention that you play Diablo, because God forbid. <laughs> well, you know yeah. why. Diablo's kills you. Uh, I don't believe in, in doctors. I don't know how many times I've gone in there, oh, I hurt my arm. Well, don't use it. You'll be fine. Gee, thanks, because I was just going to bang it against the concrete for about four hours before I came <laughs> in here. Oh, and oh, here's just... some Motrin. You'll be all right. Oh, gee, thanks, Doc. Well, if there are any doctors out there that are listening and are single, my number is... If there are <laughs> any doctors out there and you disagree with what Keth just said, all hate mail can be sent to Elder Scrolls Off the Record at <laughs> gmail.com. And uh, take care of author J.R. Wilson. Yes. Aww. Yes. Care okay, of author <laughs> Yes. Let's get into the Diabloing. But first, Keth, could you give us our sponsor and then we'll get right into our weekend game. This week brought to you by Tweaked Audio. Top quality earphones and headphones. Lifetime warranty. And if you use off the record at uh, checkout, you get 30% off all items in the checkout. That brings our cheapest pair of earphones down to $12.99 from $19.99. And you just can't beat that deal. And these guys, you know, lifetime warranty, you know, that's, you can't beat that. It breaks 20 years from now. They're going to fix it. So it, it's great. And yeah, you know, definitely go check those guys out and definitely use the code. Get 30% off. You can't beat a, beat a coupon code. I have to do that because my, my cheap headphones finally, again, went out. And that's so sad. I hate it. Just one of the ears always goes out. Well, that's no fun. I still I had... haven't gotten mine. Like, they were <gasps> supposed to send them to us. I still haven't gotten mine. I want to give a review on it. I just still I haven't got them, so I, I don't know what to say. Well, that's because you're special. They have to make them special for you. They have. They have, like, these guys sewing these earphones, and they look at them. No, these are not perfect. They are for D, and we have to throw them out. And they Brago? Do it again. <laughs> yes, it's Brago. He makes my earphones. <laughs> Does he poop in the sand? He, Brego poops in the sand. He poops in the sand. Speaking of sands, I was in the desolate sands all week this week. <laughs> yes, Act 2. Tell us about it. Oh, really? I was just trying to change the subject. Not even kidding. Tell us about <laughs> Act 2. 
<laughs> yes, let's get into our weekend game. How how do you feel about uh this week, Liz? What'd you do? I did some wizarding. I started out barbarianing, and oh, I don't remember why I quit that. Maybe just because I wanted a better. I felt like I was more into the game and wanted a better challenge, so I went back to my wizard and learned that I need to take things uh, one enemy pack at a time instead of running right into them and being like, ha I'm here, ha I should probably stay away from enemies and kite them. Yeah. <laughs> that was the only way I was able to do any progression this <laughs> So what skill sets are you using right now? Oh, what am I using? Well, I've, I've kept the Ray of Frost. I did change it out at the last second, like right before I logged on here, to, uh, to disintegrate just because I like that one. It's just a preference because it's... it's because it's pretty. Yeah, and I feel like I'm like, I've got lava in my hands. I feel all cool. Um, I do have the clones, and Keth knows the name of that one, and I can't ever remember it. Your images? Yeah, it's your shadow. <laughs> Yeah, I use the rune that gives me five uh, distraction enemies <laughs> or uh, ally. I got none of those. I just I, so, I the distractions, and then I've got Blizzard. That's the other one. Uh, yeah, oh, I distract them. How are you? How are you doing with Blizzard? I know I, I spoke with one of my friends about him starting using Blizzard in his uh, wizard spell, and how how's that going? No, I was using the cold one, um, but I opted out for glass cannon and something else. Guys, you guys are throwing these questions at me, and I'm like, I don't remember. I just know I got this one. <laughs> I was just working. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> but yeah, I, I have my passive pretty much set, but I couldn't tell you what in the world they were. <laughs> now, do you know off the top of your head? I know a lot of people. When it comes to wizarding, there are two different types of people. The people who live and die by glass cannon, and right. the people who refuse to use it ever. So, what, what, what are you? Do, you? do you use glass cannon, or do you refuse it? I have actually, I went from refusing it, well, when I first started, I was like, hey, this is kind of cool, I'm okay, I'm surviving, and then later levels, I decided to get rid of that and never use it again, but I did because I'm not faithful, apparently, to my own <laughs> statements. So now I am using glass cannon, and I've got uh, topaz gemmed out everything. I have blinged out on topaz on uh, everything, so it increases my intelligence. Yeah. That's right, listeners. In case you want to know, topaz lower girls are best friend. Um, and, and diamonds. If you want to send them in real life. I do like rubies, too. Rubies in the weapon because they increase your attack. Um, well, again, as I said, I, I was helping my friend out. My best, my best friend in real life is, is he goes by Kete, which is hilarious because people are always getting mixed up with Keth. His name is. I did too. <laughs> his name is spelled almost the same. It is. It's K E T E H for my best friend, and K E T H for Keth. And I, I actually had people jumping in the game. They're whispering me. They're like, "That's not how Keth spells his name." It's like, "Yeah, bro, that's Kete. He's my best friend." So I, I've been carrying him through. He's on his wizard, and he's in his mid-50s now. I think he just hit 55 the last time I played with him. And I helped carry him up through hell mode. I, we just got about halfway through Act 2, which is a pain in the butt when you're carrying somebody, because Act 2, like, right 
before Zoltan Cole is where you have to run dungeon after dungeon after dungeon, collecting his blood and unlocking his body and so on and so forth. It's a pain in the butt, but... That's what I'm doing right now, and it's driving me nuts. Yeah, that one thing, it feels like in every Diablo game, or at least Diablo 2, Act 2 was just dungeon after dungeon after dungeon. Okay, you know what else about Act 2 that drives me nuts is that nobody in the town... Without having to go to a next screen, nobody in that town sells any health potions. That drives me. <laughs> Fix it. Wonderful. Fix it. I want... <laughs> Somebody. You have else. to go. You have to go into the town. You have to go into the Haldium to get your potions. Yeah, and that's just extra time that I don't want to spend running somewhere else ah. because I'm out in the desolate sands trying to find where I'm supposed to go because I can never find it. I know what general area this stuff is in, but sorry. <laughs> that was my little rant, so I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I pulled Kete through, and uh, we got through Act 1, which was a lot of fun. We went into Act 2. Um, then I, I played with his girlfriend, who actually, I, w- I was best friends with her before I even met Kete, and that's Micah. And uh, Micah, she's actually moving out of town pretty soon, so I've been playing with her on my Demon Hunter, which is around her level. And... The Demon Hunter, have you noticed on Demon Hunter gear how it either looks completely B.A. or it makes him look like he's anorexic? The what on him? The gear. Oh, oh the I armor for the yeah, The Demon Hunter armor, he looks like a stick figure. He really looks like a stick figure if he doesn't have, like, the huge gauntlets on. He, this guy, I mean, everybody's has always made fun of how the the female barbarian looks which truthfully the female barbarian chick got curves that she ain't she ain't a problem at all <laughs> her milkshake brings all the <laughs> yes Dude, her milkshake pictures her up close like i said before she's, i mean she's, she's pretty, pretty she's pretty but if i had to say the most awkward character class in this game has to be the male demon hunter if you have a male demon hunter look at some of the gear you can put on this dude I put on these gauntlets that made my, my arms just look like noodles. And, you know, I, I played the dude, but I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a stats stacker. I will min max without a second thought, but seriously, this dude, I, I put on the lesser strength gear just so he didn't look weird. Dude, Master Shake in the chat room said he's got on skinny jeans. Yes, he does. He, the the, Is he a Jonas the de- demon hunter, uh, he, the demon hunter totally wears those uh, emo kid skinny jeans. I love it. It's hilarious. All right. Um, also, the big thing for this week is I tried out a new and crazy build on my barbarian. It was hilarious. I uh, this build I stacked crit chance and strength pretty much. I went through my my little guide that I have. And uh, picked out the top of everything. Maxed out crit, which, by the way, if if you have the max possible crit on any item right now for a Barbarian, it comes out to 54.5%. crit just from gear, along with what your base crit stat is, which I believe is 5. On top of this, I had... Just a few choice skills that worked well together. 
The first one was Whirlwind with Blood Funnel. And the whole point of Whirlwind is with Blood Funnel is every time you crit, it heals yourself for 1% of your life. So I loved it. Whirlwind with Blood Funnel is what it was all about when you stack crit. But it's only 1%. Yeah, but you're hitting three times every time you pay the cost of Whirlwind. Oh, that's what I would like to know. I would like to know those skills that always look a little dinky, but then I realize that you know, later on, oh, well, yeah, I'm hitting this time. I would like yeah. to know that, so please, people, tell me. Yes, Whirlwind, you can test it out. It hits three times every time it costs one of whatever its cost is. Like still 3%. I think it's, uh, I think it's like 15 or 20 rage for one Whirlwind strike, which is the three strikes. So it, it heals 3% if it crits on every hit. So that's what this build all was circling around, was Whirlwind with Blood Funnel. But It was circling around Whirlwind. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you. Thank you for catching the fun there. All <laughs> okay, <right>. good. <laughs> um, let me go through with this, though. I found a few neat things that also went along with Crit, at least for my Barbarian. Um, the first one is Battle Rage into the Fray. And what this is all about, it's, your, it's a buff. It, it just stays on you. It adds 3% Crit, which is, you know, neat. But it doesn't really matter. The point is, is that Battle Rage into the fray, every time you do a critical hit with anything, you're supposed to get back 15 Fury. And pretty much any time this was going on, any time I had Battle Rage into the fray up, I was full on Fury no matter what I did. It didn't seem to activate when Whirlwind activated its Blood Funnel crits, though. I have never seen a patch state that it wouldn't. So there may be a, a further testing required on that. I'm not sure, again, not sure if Whirlwind with Blood Funnel stacks with Battle Rage into the fray. I'm going to have to test that. One thing I did find cool was I, I put Ancient Spear with Dread Spear. What it does is it heals me for 60% of the damage dealt. On top of that, I had the passive called No Escape, which every time I crit with Ancient Spear, it reset Ancient Spear. So it, basically what this tells me is, I would throw my spear crit, throw my spear crit, throw my spear crit, throw my spear crit, throw my spear crit. Every time it would heal me for 60% of the, the damage dealt. If I was low, I would just spam Ancient Spear. I'd pop it back up to full health. Don't tell anybody because they're going to find out about this and then change it. Oh, no, no. This is hilarious. They won't change this. I mean, it isn't something that is going to help you survive a boss fight or anything crazy. Because basically, this this entire build, when it was rolling, it was rolling. But the second it stopped, I was dead. You mess up at all, you are dead. This is a glass cannon build if there ever was one. Now, on top of this, again, I'm trying to stack crit. So I used a, the Weapon Master passive, which added 10% crit because I was using an axe. I also had a passive bonus from Ruthless, which added 5% crit. Now, I had two other bonuses well three other bonuses to crit that i could pop up at any time the first one is revenge with best served cold revenge by itself pops up anytime you get hit so you can pop this up pretty much constantly if you're in the middle of a fray and that's 10 percent crit added straight in on top of that i had overpower with killing spree now overpower already runs off a crit every time you get a crit it reduces its cooldown by one second Otherwise, I think it would be like 15 seconds on cooldown, but really, you never have it off of cooldown or on cooldown for more than 5 seconds. It's it's crazy. But it adds 10%. On top of that, I use Wrath of the Berserker. 
using Slaughter, which every time you get a crit, it does more damage to your enemy. Wrath of the Berserker, another 10%. Now, by the magic of Dean science, along with Texas Instruments, I shall hereby do the Mathises. <laughs> Y'all ready for this? Okay. Y'all ready for this? Mm, mm, mm. Uh, Thank oh, you, Liz. Sorry. <laughs> 54.5% crit from gear. 3% from bl- from Battle Rage into the fray. Uh, 10% from Weapons Master. 5% from Ruthless. 10% from Revenge. 10% from Overpower. And 10% from Berserker. Mix those all together. Squish them all up. It should equal 102.5% crit chance. Which... Okay, I was overdoing it just by having the gear on. But just for for the fun of it, I actually tried getting a screenshot of this. Unfortunately, here's what I found out. Revenge Best Serve Cold takes priority with its 10% buff over Overpower with Killing Spree. If you have Revenge Best Serve Cold up, Overpower with Killing Spree does not increase your crit by 10%. It increases it by 0.5%. That's right, 0.5% for paying whatever the cost is on Overpower. But actually, I think it's free, but it doesn't matter. It still makes me mad. Wow. It should come out to 102.5. It ends up being 93%. So that's that's the best I've found on crit. And uh, I, I see what you're putting in the chat, Liz. Apparently, <laughs> Dean has a lot of time on his hands. Well, we're all thinking it. <laughs> I know you're all thinking it. And thank you for sticking with me through my mathises. And I, I'm sorry if they're off. And feel free to send me your message, especially if you know how to fix this little bug I found. I sent it in. I haven't gotten a response yet because I sent it into Blizzard CS. And we all know how much they love to help their people who send them messages. Well, on Twitter. Yeah. Both of the people they help a day. Oh, now yes. I'm surprised you went to all this trouble to figure this out. Now, why well, did you do it? I'm I'm a numbers cruncher. I love putting these things together and testing stuff out like this, the weird combinations, just to see if they'll work. And I've always done this kind of stuff, especially with Diablo. Well, you got to appreciate people that do that because then I can come back later um, and look at all your work and just figure out the results from that. And, and so I don't have oh, to yeah. do any work. And I want a pie chart. Can I get a pie chart? I haven't seen one of those in a while. I went on the auction house and bought all this gear, maxed out crit. I spent less than half a million gold, which, by the way, I, I have money to spare, so I was just being crazy with this. But half a million gold, got all this gear, and I, I know it's it's just for testing it out, and I probably spend a lot of my time just clearing stuff just to make gold. I enjoy putting money towards the stupid things like that. That's how I enjoy playing this game, is doing the weird little combos. You know what I've been stupid at doing, put, throwing away my money, um, is just making stuff at the blacksmith. I know I shouldn't do it. I know I shouldn't, because I'm never going to do good. I have a bone to pick with the blacksmith. Oh, pick it. I feel that you already go out, put all this effort towards killing these enemies just to get the random drops that could be amazing that are already nowhere close to what you can craft why is it that when you craft you have to spend time and effort toward finding items to break down to make the crafting materials along with the money from well the money isn't really much nowadays 
But on top of that, but it can it's be random. when you're trying to. The money can be a lot because you're trying to get something that you need. Exactly. And you're not going to get it. (laughs) It's random. It's completely random. And remember what I said last week. It's already three times as hard without the use of the auction house to find anything in this game. What's up? You know what would fix the entire thing is if it just, like, when you crafted the item, it gave you stats based on your character. Well, then you couldn't craft it for anybody else. That wouldn't be good. What no, I think... like, like when I'm on my character, like when I'm on my yeah. demon hunter, it crafts demon hunter stuff. And then when I'm on my mage, it crafts wizard stuff. So Ooh. I think that would fix the problem. Oh, so if it like if you're crafting for your wizard, it wouldn't give you stuff with only like strength. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have another proposition. I'd like to see how... Are, are you two feel about it? I'd also love to hear from listeners and see how they feel about it. Because I, I'd love to hear how you feel on the subject of crafting. I feel it's wrong. I feel it's messed up at the moment. And I feel that it needs to be worked on. How I believe it should be is, you know how it says, hey, you have this yellow item is going to pop out with three yellows or three stats that can possibly be on it. I feel that you should be able to choose which stats like which affixes those are and then when it's created it randomly picks how much of those stats are put into what yeah but then of course that's like i guess that could be how people could generate stuff for the auction house i don't know i mean maybe that's a factor in how people get rid of stuff i don't know well that (laughs) would you know and i feel that it'd be okay to up the price and up the cost of making things if you could make what you need. Yes, people are going to use it to put on the auction house. And you know what? The game's about making money. It's about finding the right armor you need. Let them. Well, I know that. And, and I'm not saying that. It's just I guess that's how they kind of factored in. How are we going to get stuff onto the auction house? How are we going to get people to get rid of their stuff? And that would probably be the reason why. is because they're getting crap at, at the blacksmith. And yeah. i got to tell you, the auction house is... Oh, I don't know yeah, what the happened. The auction house is broke as broke can be right now. Whoa. It actually, at this very moment, it is more cost effective for you to purchase money or purchase gold with real money and go buy stuff off the gold auction house because of how inflated the gold auction house is right now. It's bad. And I know Keth hasn't been around the game, but I know he would be... He would be on my side just because I, in my head he's on my side <laughs> on this and me against the auction house. And I know that some people are like, oh, why are you so down on it? Um, because I don't play a level 60 character. This game is totally different for people that don't that aren't up to 60 yet. Um, yeah. I don't really care on getting to Inferno anymore because I'm like, dude, if I'm having trouble in hell, th- this is the last part of my game. Once I hit 60, that I'm going to start a new character. Um, well, you're not alone in that. And you know what? A lot of people hit in-game and they completely forget that the game is not just about the in-game. It isn't. And I, I understand that there's people who do enjoy just one character. I know I enjoy my Barbarian. It was my first 60. I still love my Barbarian. I'm still going to play my Barbarian. But I'm, I'm playing other characters. And just like Liz, she enjoys, you know, playing the game, leveling up. And that that's a viable play style, too. I do like that because I like little rewards because I just need some kind of rewards in my life. <laughs> that sounds so sad. 
Now uh, I make everybody feel sorry for me. <laughs> you are. People are just going to randomly send you gifts in-game. and <laughs> That's the plan. No, I'm down. You know, like, the the whole in-game thing wore real thin with me. You know, I don't know what all has changed. You know, whether it's gotten any better since I haven't had a chance to play, but Inferno is hard. You know, I'm just going to put it out there. And you know what? Usually I'm down for that challenge, and I'm willing to, you know, do the math and figure stuff out and, and grind the gear and all that stuff. But at this point in time, I just don't have time. You know, like, I literally haven't had a chance to log on this week, and you know what? There's other stuff for me to do. I can get on and play my wizard. I can get on and, and you know, mess around with some of my other characters and actually accomplish something in the half an hour, hour that I have rather than, you know, getting rolled out in Inferno. So, you know, eventually I will have time to do it, and, and I'm looking forward to that challenge. But until then, I you know, I, I agree with you, Liz. I'm, there's other stuff to be done. All right, guys, is that it for our weekend game? Are we ready to move on to the communal fire? Did did I rant enough? I think I got all my rants. I, I think you I think you had your rants. I think That's your rants okay. Were good. Take my spot. Like I said, my weekend game. I made it to the authenticator screen. Huh. Oh oh, the mammoth hydra. I finally unlocked that. I think I'm level fifty seven or fifty eight now. And I was like, oh, a new hydra. This is great. And I used it once, and it's a one directional kind of thing. Why would I need that ever? Or what, unless I'm in a hallway where all these enemies are coming up after me, why would they? I think that's the Sorry. point. <laughs> I don't want to. We'll actually get to that later. Um, we had a, a hardcore email that we're going to get to at the end of the show that actually, you know, I, I, I feel it's very helpful to, to explain how small little things in the beginning can help teach you the play style for the end game. And I, I agree with, that, you know, different strategies need to be looked at, not just in-game. You know, strategies for how to become successful and health healthy while playing, you know, hardcore. Okay, Tony Robbins. <laughs> successful and healthy? Well, uh, no, I, I'm talking about your I'm just character, not you. I'm Jeez. messing with you. <laughs> oh, Liz, you're fired. Okay. All right. You really fired us like five times this episode. I think this is maybe the second time um, for me total, but that's because uh, I trust that Joe will have my back. <laughs> yeah, you wait. What? You wait. All right, guys, we're going to get into the communal fire. Be right back. Welcome to the communal fire, my friend. Have a seat. We'll share a story or two. Welcome to the Communal Fire, your official and community news. The first bit of news today is actually not from Diablo, but has a lot to do with it. This one actually comes about PayPal. PayPal notified uh, Blizzard that they will be performing scheduled maintenance on their systems July 27th. That's today. For anybody listening in the, the live stream in our chat, they will be down today. PayPal will be down today. As well, August 3rd, 2012. These downtimes are to improve performance of their services. During this maintenance... You will receive an error message when purchasing items on the Real Money Auction House 
using PayPal or attempting to receive funds. The transactions will, however, be recorded in our system and will automatically process at a later point. Please note that this will delay the arrival of your funds. Now, what this is saying is you can still use PayPal as an option when purchasing or when selling an item. They're not saying, hey, hey, bro, you can't use PayPal no more. That's not what that's not what you're being told. What you're being told is that if you're on the Real Money Auction House and you want to use PayPal, go ahead and do it. Just don't freak out when it doesn't happen right away. The PayPal processing is down for now. The time windows are like 12 hour time windows. They're not that big at all. It's like 9:30 in the morning Central Time to 9:30 at night or 40 at night. So it's not that bad. It's not that bad. I remember what my big, well, it wasn't a gripe uh, of last week was my big uh, obstacle I had to overcome. It was the, it was all the uh, restarts that they were doing, and they kept telling me the server will shut down in 59 minutes, and I was like, okay, 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 I'm gonna get to the next level. Don't make me redo this. Wow. Yeah. So that was a game in itself. I mean, I had no problem with them restarting. You know. It happens, but... I completely messed up, by the way. They're not 12-hour windows. I read them wrong. They look like they're 10-minute windows. 10-minute! Yeah, 10-minute windows. So if that's an issue, it, it it says on here, it says the, the first window, which is tonight, or today, was is at 9.30 Central Time and goes until 9.40 Central Time. I don't know if that means... It was a 10-minute window or a day and 10 minutes. But again, if you're <laughs> having an issue, uh, this shouldn't be too horrible on you. It, the, the the buying and selling will still go through. Good. It, it, I like that, that Diablo Systems can still handle this even though PayPal is freaking out. That, that pleases me. All right. Um, the second thing on here, Liz, can you pick it up? Uh, can I or will I? Will you, please. It's the, about Mists of Pandaria being released. The Mists of Pandaria have officially been announced for digital presale. Diablo 3 banner options have been announced to be included. You like your banners, don't you? I, you know, I'm a banner fan. That's weird. The normal edition will not come out with any Diablo 3 bonuses, but the digital deluxe as well as the collector's edition of the Mists of Pandaria expansion will come with new banner options. This includes new banner sigils with faces on the row, the new WoW race, Pandarians, and a new sigil accent in the ornate oriental theme. $40 for the normal edition, digital deluxe, $60 for the digital deluxe, uh, except probably, expect probably 80 to to $100 for the physical collector's edition, which will have the D3 banners as well. Now, why would I want these banners? What is this? I don't no, even know what it is. I was reading it. <laughs> it's just uh, the digital deluxe, as well as the physical collector's edition, will have a banner, which is just the the new race in WoW is the Pandarans. It just is the banner. is just it has their face on it. Now, when you say that, I think Pandorica, and that makes me think of Doctor Who. So I get excited, but okay. then I realize they're pandas. Oh, really? Yeah. Pandas yes. are cute. They're no. pandas. This is something that uh, WoW should have done with BC, and it would not have gone over so badly. So what the pandas or flags? Panders. 
Yeah. Anywho, um, I you know this is a good option for people who are obsessed with the 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 banners. I know I'm kind of obsessed, but I'm not sure. Kind if I'm of, s- kind of. He says kind of. I'm not sure if I'm sixty dollars obsessed. <laughs> you know. Moving on, Keth. What do we have at the final news segment for today? Annual pass collectors edition bonuses. Well, you know, this is an update for all annual pass holders who upgraded to a collector's edition of Diablo 3. As noted in the annual pass FAQ, players who have subscribed to an annual pass and did the upgrade also receive four free months of World of Warcraft subscription time. This time is not, I repeat, not automatically applied to your World of Warcraft subscription and needs to be applied manually. If you're an annual pass holder and purchase Diablo 3 Collector's Edition upgrade, you merely need to log on to your Battle.net account. At the top, you should see a blue notification banner that says, Claim free game time because you have a World of Warcraft annual pass and have upgraded Diablo 3 to a Collector's Edition. You are eligible for four months of free game time. Claim your free game time on this account. And, uh... This is only for, what, the people who had purchased the annual pass right, and they then got the decided free, yeah, yeah they it came with the free Diablo and then they were like ooh I yeah. want the Tyrael rings and upgraded and so they spent extra and so they're giving you four months extra for spending extra mm-hmm. if you still play wow it has pandas what? <laughs> <laughs> now you tempted me now uh, uh, how much more did they have to pay for the collector's edition I mean did they have to well, pay for an entirely new game or yes the collector's edition what? the collector's edition was it came out at a hundred dollars okay uh if you figure out with the mathesis four months of game time one month equals 15 bucks so four months is 60 bucks so they're basically giving you 60 bucks back for turning in a collector's edition. Now, the game itself, Diablo, released at what? It released at 60, didn't it? Yeah. Yep. So they're actually giving you $20 worth more of this game time than they, you know, monetarily should. But, I mean, this is really only a bonus for the people who have had the annual pass, as well as people who continue to play World of Warcraft. They, they got this bonus. Which is, you know, I, I don't blame uh, Blizzard at all for, for having these bonuses between their games. I think it's actually kind of neat. It kind of has you follow all of their IPs, which... Yeah, for their for their pocketbook, it becomes a great thing. But I mean, if you're going to buy them anyway, why not? That's that's just me. I know a lot of people are going to get angry about me liking that they give away cool stuff. <laughs> that they give away cool stuff. Period. No, I mean, I I hear oh, I hear World of Warcraft. Like I said last time, and I kind of go what? Just because I've never played it, I don't intend on playing it. So it every, every time I hear something like that, I do, I like pandas, and I have a panda teddy bear named Alex, but... <laughs> what a coincidence. Other than that... <laughs> Why is that a coincidence? Me too. So, I, I do want to apologize for our Diablo news being, well, majority WoW news. It just seems to have turned out like that, but that's the news going around today. Um, there were a few hot fixes for Diablo, 
But most of them had to do with bugs that allowed you to get away scot-free with doing inappropriate things in-game. Oh, and if anybody apparently knows about these, then email me and let me know. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, they were fixed before we could even cover them on the show. Dang it. Well, I know there was something with the wizard that was fixed, which was the one on Monday, Mm -hmm. because that was the one I was racing against. It was my own little game. And then... um, then right after they said they fixed that, there was one with the Barbarian, and I was like, stop telling them about the exploits and tell me about them, because <laughs> <laughs> I want to use them. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that I understand exploits are, well, they're in the game, you know, if they're in the game, I don't blame you for using it, but, you know, everybody, Liz is called the exploitress for a reason. What? She finds ways to do things in games you're not supposed to. You don't know if you're not... Okay, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) You're just going to have to agree with that one. Well, I like leveling up faster. We all do. (laughs) So, um, you know, I'd love to cover those in depth, but I'm not sure if this show is the right place to give away, you know, things that could be considered cheating. And we may in the future discuss bugs that stop you from advancing through the game, but I'm not sure if we feel morally right with talking about things that skip you through the game without any effort whatsoever. But we'll see what happens in the future, especially if we catch it before they patch it. (laughs) Alright guys, I think that's it for the news in-game. It's time to move into the hard corner. Welcome to the Hard Corner. This week, in a hardcore challenge that we make up, or maybe a listener sends in, you're asked to do something new and crazy with your character. All hardcore. Contestants have a whole week to start a new character or continue an old character and down the next boss in their storyline. Now remember, contestants who are taking on a hardcore challenge are our listeners. That means you. Yes, you can start a new challenge at any time. Just send us in your email with your picture and what you've done this week, and we will include you in a shout-out. Now, last week was the Golden Cleaver. Yes, you heard me right, the Golden Cleaver. Now, what did the Golden Cleaver have to do, Dan? Well, I will tell you. To do the Golden <laughs> Cleaver, you had to take out the the butcher... At the end of Act 1, or a a boss in Act 2 to complete it. But, you also had the stipulation that you were only allowed to use yellow items. Now, on top of this, previous uh, challenges were healthy, as well as the nudist. So, if you're wearing the nudist, you could only equip main hand, off hand, rings, and necklaces. If you're wearing the, you had the healthy challenge, you could only use... Any items that had some type of health bonus on them. So that that would, on top of yellow items, would limit you a lot. But we did have a lot of people complete it. Before we get into our hardcore heroes and our fallen heroes, let's see how our contestants right here, the hosts on the show, did with this challenge. Now, Keth, I understand you had a, a lot of trouble this week, so we're not even going to go with you. I know you probably didn't do it. So, Liz... 
How'd you do it? How'd Better you than win? you. I, no, I want to know how you did it. <laughs> What'd you do, Exploitress? I use what? I used the barbarian, uh, my female barbarian. and or, No, it was the male one. It was still Logan Wolverine. And um, you know what I did? Because I got angry <laughs> during the first part. And I was like, dude, I'm going to do this like I was supposed to and then and just do the healthy items. And then when I get past the Skeleton King, I'm going to start using just yellow items, which was awesome because the Skeleton King <laughs> left me healthy uh, yellow items. That was great. And I cleaved my way through everything else. You know what? I didn't realize. I didn't cheat. I did it the way you told me to. I was supposed to. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) You used items before you got yellow items. But you told me to carry on. So I did it the way I was supposed to last week. And I dumped all the other stuff. Don't make me hide in a corner because you make me want to hide you in a cheated. corner now. I did not! I, okay, first off, I totally started a new character and I found the bane of my existence. There's a quest where it's at the very beginning of the game where you go into this 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 hidden crypt and you have to look for the, the, the magical crown of King Leoric. Yep. And there's this jerk face of a, a ghost... <laughs> Who's all like, bro, I'm going to protect this crowd. You ain't going to get it. He beat me down something fierce. What were you playing as? I I, I was on a witch doctor thinking they ain't going to beat me because I'm on a witch doctor. I can just summon a pet and they can do all my work for me. Well, guess what? This dude just hops around and blew me down so hard I couldn't even survive. I hate that guy. You know, that dude has killed me more times than any other dude in the game. Isn't yeah. that like the guy that you die on every time? Every time. Right there at the beginning of the game, that dude kicks my butt. And you know what? That's right about level 5 and 6. And and that's something that we're going to get on a little bit later. But we've had some people send in e- emails saying, once you kind of get over that hump and you're into the game, you can pretty much survive hardcore. But once, usually once I'm into the game, that's when I, you know, start getting complacent. And then I realize, oh, I'm, I'm dead to a tree. Those trees are the bane of my existence. I hate those things. Those, yeah. Walking yeah, I didn't even get to the trees. What was the challenge we had before the naked one? Because I was doing really good right up until that one. And you're right. I, I made it into act two and was doing just fine until I had to strip down and get pwned. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> Anywho, um, you know, I, I, I was mad at this one. I, I really did not dedicate enough time to, uh, go back and try it again because I had so much going on, but really, you know, I, I, we have people in the chat room yelling out that it was the Avarwin challenge and it oh, probably was, yeah. it probably was the Avarwin challenge. Um, but you know, I, I hate that dude. That chancellor, the dude who's guarding the 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 crown, he is a man. I hate that guy. Maybe he just really likes jewelry and does not want you to touch it because you it have must be. hands. I, I I just you know I don't wash my hands enough. My, that character just wasn't wash your hands enough. It's all greasy. Don't get your fingerprints on it, man. Don't get your fingerprints. <laughs> That's what it is. I just I'm so irritated by that guy. Okay, so let's get into our hardcore heroes. And I do want to note, no one person one-shotted this challenge last week. Nobody. Nobody one-shotted this challenge. 
one-shotted. Yes, just walked in and did it. Not one person. Everybody had to give a, at least another try. They died at least once oh. this week. Yes. So let's go in. We're talking about them. Our first one, which is, you know, ample try. This one goes out to Will A. Completed the Golden Cleaver on his third try. That's dedication. That's some dedication. Phileas S. Did the nudist. Healthy and Golden Cleaver. Had to do it twice. <laughs> he took all of them on? He took all of them on. Did, them, did it with all three. Fallen Heroes this week. We did have Fallen Heroes who manned up and said, Hey, bro, I tried it and didn't do it. So we, we even got pictures of it. Uh, this first one comes from Brian R. Did the Golden Cleaver and died on the Skeleton King. Yeah, I feel your pain, bro. Yeah. <laughs> this one, this next one, Cameron W. Golden Cleaver and the Nudist reportedly died twice. Yeah, gave it a second try. And you know, I'm loving that these people are actually giving it a second try. For the people who, who try who try it, fail, you give it another try, you pass it, I will call you a hero. Definitely. Aww, You're getting a hardcore heroes. hero. Uh, final one. This one comes from one of our buddies, Colossus. You're awesome, dude. Uh, Sador P. Died to the Skeleton King. But he did give it an ample try. Good job, everybody who, who tried this out this last week. Yeah, Skeleton King has been a meanie lately. Yeah, he is mean, especially when you're butt naked going up against him. <laughs> uh, anywho, uh, <laughs> if you are undertaking a hardcore challenge and complete it, send us a screenshot of you taking down the boss which completes your challenge and send an email to DiabloOffTheRecord at gmail.com with the title, I am a hardcore hero. If you are killed... Please take a screenshot of where you were defeated and send it an email with the title, I am a fallen hero. We may miss your subscription and shout out if the email does not have one of those two titles. Now, next week, and I know I said this last week, I was trying to kill you off with the Golden Cleaver, and I was. And there's why. That's mean. This week is our first class-specific week. Yes. This week is the Necromancer Challenge. And I know a lot of people miss their Necros from Diablo 2. I know I do. I've been waiting for this one. This week, you are required to make a Witch Doctor. Which, your Witch Doctor must and can only use summons that include indirect attacks. This includes spiders, zombie dogs, zombies, fetishes... And gargantuans. Nothing else. Necromancer okay. challenge, only only indirect. What's up? Do you start out with just a weapon on a witch doctor? You, you start out with a weapon, yeah. A little dagger. Well, can you use that? At the no, beginning? gear is fine. Whatever gear you want to put on is perfectly fine. Uh, okay. But you're only allowed to use indirect attacks. I know people are yelling out in the chat, are we allowed to use frogs? Uh, there are some frogs that I don't uh, prefer, but I, I suppose if, if they're indirect attacks, nothing pointing and clicking on an enemy and it directly hurts them. None of that. Yeah, but obviously this takes place after you actually get something that you can use because you don't start off with any yeah. summons. Well, I understand you're not going to start off with anything and that's fine, but you get spiders at like level two you get yeah. zombie dogs at level four 
it's reasonable that you could do this. It's going to take a long time, but it's possible, and that's why it's called a challenge. It, it is a challenge for a reason. So, take it on. Anyone who's willing to try out the Necromancer Challenge, I know I'm going to do it pretty quickly. I love I love this one. This is going to get me into it. Oh, yay, people in the chat room are already starting it. <laughs> yeah, they are. That's cool. All right. Um, remember, send in your email. We'd love to give you a shout-out. Man, I love the HCC. You down with the HCC? Yeah, you know me. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, guys, we're going to get into the voodoo. Be right back. Welcome to Davuduman. Our spotlight for the week could be skills, emails, or even lore. Something to help you learn more about the game. Now, Liz, do you have a newcomer tip for this week? Yes, and I know people will say, well, that's just really newcomer. Everybody, newcomer, everybody should know that. But um, I had a habit with all my years of gaming, and I know in episode one I said I didn't game that much, but it was, I kind of lied. Uh, because some games you don't you don't admit to uh, some PC gamers, um, and I didn't. But Neopets. I have been gaming. Yeah, I have been gaming for a while. But um, my habit was to run into mobs. Like I said this before, I run into mobs and then just go ah and swing everything I can, and then I win. And I think the reason I did this was because of Super Smash Brothers Melee, because I knew I was going to win, so I could just walk up to people and just smack them with mm -hmm. Princess Peach. And so that's that's where my thing comes from. And so I finally realized, oh, I maybe should just, in this game, just walk maybe a few steps and then check the screen for enemies, and then maybe just take on a couple at a time instead of running through the halls and be like, hey, I'm here, and triggering everyone. So yeah. For a newcomer, uh, only trigger a couple at a time if you can. <laughs> Definitely. Comparisons you never thought you'd hear. I would Dude, never Diablo think 3, that. Super Smash Brothers. That Dude, is... I rocked Princess Peach. Level 10, baby. Oh every time. I'm so good at that game. <laughs> the second they let you mod this game, somebody put in a Princess Peach skin for her wizard. Dude, she was awesome. She used to grab you by the throat and then slam you down and then sit on you. That was awesome. Blizzard <laughs> All-Stars? Blizzard All-Stars, definitely. <laughs> Liz is all excited now. <laughs> I know. Well, I know they're making a very similar game to Diablo with X-Men, and I'm about to pee my pants. I'm so excited for it. <laughs> yeah, because they haven't done that a million times before. Shush! You, you hush. All right, moving on. Um, we did get an email, and this is what I was talking about earlier. This one comes from Sovereign. It says, Howdy, Diablo off the record. Howdy, Sovereign. This week was a fun challenge that I actually was harder to get to level 6 than complete. The yellows only was a basically naked challenge until you could equip a rare. For me, this was level 6. I actually had to restart the game twice because of rare mobs, charging bull guys and flat, fat exploding dudes. But finally, I made to level six. Now the fun begins. I chose the demon hunter named Golden HCC. Yeah, you know me. Because I had three rare one-handed crossbows in my stash. I did manage to also equip chest, pants, and boots. All died with the white collector's die. 
I couldn't tell you if they were actually itemized for the DH, but I was thrilled just to be able to put anything on. The Butcher just laid down to die after I reached level 15. As for my build, it was pretty close to what I've been using in the other challenges. It's basically a slow em, get out of the way, and shoot build. On the left mouse, I put in Tangling Shot with Chain Gang to slow up to four targets. On the right mouse, Chakram. No rune. I just like the penetration that this gets in large groups that aren't slowed. <laughs> and number one key, I use Caltrops with Hook Spines. 80% slow when I drop them for me for a quick escape when needed. Number two, Vault with no rune. Did I mention a quick escape? <laughs> this allowed me to move around to escape and grab the healing bubbles that, if I needed one. And the last one was Evasive Fire. I used to, I get to shoot and escape at the same time. Glad that Caltrops flashes when it goes off. Hope your challenge was equally enjoyable. Sovereign. Um, now, Sovereign would like to point out that he restarted the game. He didn't die. He just exited and, and created a new game. So he intentionally cut his character? No, he went back to town, quit, and then came back into the game oh, in order okay. to despawn the difficult mobs. Well, sometimes you gotta do that. Oh my gosh, if I said that, you'd have been told, telling me I was exploiting something. Well, that's because you're on the show. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> That's actually a good idea from our listener to, to if you get in a, a situation where you just can't get past it, if you need to reset the game, that's viable. If you're under level for you need to do the just change the, the quest to a lower quest just to gain some level, that's when you gotta do it a hardcore game. You sometimes have to grind up some levels and you know, I understand where it's all it's coming from. Okay, however. Oh, <laughs> well, I, I do want to say thank you to Sovereign for giving us his build. I know a lot of people have asked, you know, what builds are good in what situations. I love that this is a build. He said he reached level 15. This is the level 15. This is an entry level build for playing a human hunter. In hardcore, this is how you survive. This looks great for him, so if you want to try this out, Sovereign's a good dude, he knows what he's doing, so I say recommend Check this out if you want to see if this blood looks right for you. Know what you're saying, folks? Okay, when you respond stuff, um, just in case you might be in a dungeon that you haven't gotten away from or anything, and if you realize, oh, I need to go back to town, and this is on a regular
much for sending us a five star review. We really do appreciate all this. Thank you very much. Feel free to send us a message if you can send them a message directly. I'm actually, I'm, we had kind of a, a lot less news than usual, and we accidentally wowed a little bit too much, but, you know, I feel good about this episode. Liz, Liz, how, how are you doing? accidentally wowed? Yeah, we accidentally wowed. Oh. Uh, I had fun this week because we got to talk about game stuff, like, like, in-game. Talk about your weekend game, and and you know it. It was nice to. I don't know, you know, not talk about the dang news. You know, like <laughs> I, I've heard multiple complaints about you know patch notes and everything else on some of our other episodes, and and you know what, I can definitely feel them. It it gets boring reading oh, patch man. notes well, every show, so. You know, now that we're kind of slowing down on the major patches, uh, hopefully, you know, people like us actually talking about our weekend game. Yeah, and you know, I, I I completely agree. If you'd like the honest truth, I kind of get annoyed reading out the patch notes, but it's something. It's a courtesy we do for our fans who may not be on the up and up. Or on the F words, yeah. Yeah, they may not want to go into the F word and and read what these people are putting on the F word. And, you know, that's just a courtesy that we do. And we're going to keep up with it. We're going to, if new patches are coming out, we're going to talk about them. But I I do like that we actually can sit down and discuss something for once. You know, this this is, like on Elder Scrolls Off the Record, we get to rant all the time on that show because, well... You know, Elder Scrolls news is a once in a blue moon thing, but it's nice to have a week of Diablo where we can just discuss what we're doing in game and the wacky builds that we're actually doing instead of just filling it up all with news. It's nice. That's what I kind of felt this week when I was playing my wizard because I was like, dude, I'm going to take my time. I don't care about hitting Inferno. I don't care about hitting 60. I'm just going to go through. So, yeah, there was a lot less pressure. I I don't know why I felt pressure before, (laughs) but maybe it was because I didn't know anything about this game. But now that I do, um, it's just kind of nice to be like, yeah, I can do this. (laughs) Peer pressure. Peer pressure, bro. It is peer pressure. It's bad. Um, Just a few things we want to say. Before we end the show, uh, if you would like to, go on to any of our sites, which we will hand out in just a moment. Take our radio survey on those sites. It looks like a a microphone with a ring around it, kind of like the Lord of the Rings, the one ring. And it only takes about five minutes to do the radio survey. Let's us know what you like and do not like about the show. You get to pick which shows you do like to rate. And uh, feel free to check out which ones. And tell us, hey man, we don't like the volume on Keth. Hey man, we don't like uh, that you have a hardcore segment. Or even tell us what you do like. We'd love to hear what you do like and don't like about the show. Helps us become a better Diablo. Also, 
It Paid does, mentions. <laughs> we we have had a few of these in the past, especially for other shows. <laughs> and uh, for a small fee of $10 or more, however much you want to send in, uh, we will provide any kind of small ad or shout out for whomever or whatever you would like. That's birthdays, guilds, YouTube channels, anything you'd like for us to yell out on the show, we are more than happy to. Please go to our website and use the PayPal donate button or simply email us and we'll be happy to point you in the right direction. Now, Keth, remember I was talking about them emails. Could you please tell people how to reach us? Yeah, you can get a hold of us at www.diablooffthericord.com. You can also get a hold of us by email at diablooffthericord at gmail.com. And, of course, you can get to our parent site, the Quest Gaming Network, at www.questgamingnetwork.com. And remember, all those are all spelled out, all one word, no underscores, hyphens, any of that crazy stuff. Uh, you can also listen to all of our shows streamed live. And that's at livestream.com slash thequestshow. And you got uh, Diablo off the record right here, right now, Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Elder Scrolls off the record, Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Minecraft off the record, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I've always wanted to do that. At 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Star Wars, or SWOTOR Reforged, Mondays at 7. Planetside off the record, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's bi-weekly until the game officially reaches uh, lifts the NDA. So uh, we did it this Thursday. It won't be until the Thursday after next. And you can also get the community show, our uh, community off the record, if you will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be doing that. Uh, unfortunately, uh, as I said earlier, my weeks have been kind of hectic. Uh, Fred, my partner, my fellow community manager, has been picking up the slack. He's the one that got the forums up and running. Uh, you know, he's he's probably going to have to do the show next week. I, I may or may not be there because of stuff going on in my life. Uh, he will tweet out the time uh, and get you up and about, and that will be retweeted by all the hosts, I'm sure, and, and on our main uh, QGN Twitter account. So, but... Currently, that's we're looking at possibly Saturday uh, this upcoming week. So, and remember that that's bi-weekly. So, well, th does that mean two every week, or <laughs> no? That means one every two weeks. <laughs> I didn't make the rules. So, <laughs> that is a really fun show because you guys can just relax and just ask whatever you want. I really enjoyed it, and there was there's only been one so far. Feedback. I've gotten a lot of good feedback about it. Uh, community is really supporting that show, so I, I'm very happy. And something tells me this show may be going uh, more than bi-weekly soon, as long as we keep getting the love. So you can have all the love because I love it. <laughs> oh goodness! So, <laughs> but at any rate, enough pimping other shows. Uh, <laughs> Twitter, you can get a hold of. Dave, D-Enforce Adams, at D-Enforce. D-I-E-N-Force. I was really trying to speed through that one. Uh, <laughs> Liz is at Mistress underscore LeBeau. That's L-E-B-E-A-U. And, of course, I'm at Keth Gaming. It's K-E-T-H Gaming, all one word. Our battle tags. 
I uh, don't know what Dan's going to do because his friends list is maxed out, and something tells me when I log on, mine's going to be also. But you can get Dan at uh, Dan, number, sign, pound, score, hashtag, all that crazy, whatever you call that symbol, uh, 1737. And you can get me at Keth, number, sign, 1690. And when I eventually get some time to play, I will be more than happy to get on and uh, and get some game time in with you guys. I'm hoping maybe tomorrow. Well, so. you know, I, I keep all my active friends. So if, you, if you've if you been in, unactive for more than two weeks, you're probably... I, I've made room on my friends list. So I'm, I'm sorry if I've kicked you. But uh, yeah, I, I've, I've actually been getting friends coming at me, sending me friends requests recently because I've cleared off a little room. So... Send me a, a friend invite if you would like to hop on my friends list. I'm I'm more than happy to. Well, I pretty much just accept anybody who's not trying to sell me gold. Maybe Anywho. that's what I'll have to do if I if my friends list gets full. It's like two weeks and sorry. Yeah, that, that's what I've had to do. Anyway, Diablo Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network podcast in association with Middle Earth Network, written by all of the hosts of Diablo Off the Record. Remember, never give out your account information. Grab a Battle.net authenticator either on your cell phone for free or get a physical authenticator. You ship to your house. You just press a little button, type it in. Remember to install antivirus, anti-spy spyware software. Keep them up to date and you should be good to go. Have a great week, everybody. This is it for Diablo Off the Record this week. Okay, bye. Bye, guys. Listening to Diablo Off the Record, brought to you by Mistress Liz LeBeau. For all your awkward pop culture references, go to Mistress Liz LeBeau. It's truly amazing. <laughs> I, I'm very obsessed with the banners. I play with my banner all the time. So I'm probably gonna cut that from the from the final thing. Okay. Okay. Are we done with the math thing? Because I totally got bored there. And <laughs> wow. Yes. And you may can have wake accident. up now. Oh. Okay. Well, I may have actually put your face on top of a picture of a female barbarian while I was listening to all that. Nice. I wasn't watching the uh, the screen. Yes, you totally did. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> Sorry. I, math is boring. <laughs> But Thank if you, you didn't do fire. it, then then we would have to do it. <laughs>
You were talking about math again. Kath. Uh-huh. Me and you are going to have to have a very deep and heartfelt conversation. Aww. Hand at yours. I, I'm just saying. They look just like his pigtails. Deep and heartfelt conversation. Panda ears. And by the way, I totally have like huge uh, bun po- have... bow tie looking thing for my hair things. You have Princess Leia buns, don't you? I totally have the Princess Leia bun things that I, I love. <laughs> I knew it. See, then you just die on black and they're panda ears. Cosplay! Cosplay! <laughs> Goodness. Alright, guys, uh, let's take a five minute stretch, make fun of Dean. Oh. <laughs> Keth, please send an email to Joe asking to be rehired onto the show. <laughs> you gotta quit talking about math, man. I get bored. <laughs> I think you look purdy. He's happy. And, he, and he's got panda ears. So I talk about math, you know, something that is everywhere. You get bored. I talk about demon hunters with scrawny little beady arms. You're all in for that. Well, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> and you were talking about female barbarians, so I put your head on a female barbarian. And then you were talking about pandas, and you sounded happy, so I gave you panda ears, and I made you happy. <laughs> I'm putting my pants back on so I can go outside. I know the feeling. <laughs> Keth. But yeah, Keth, you for real need some downtime, bro. Downtime what? You need downtime. Oh, like hanging out and playing a game? Yeah. Yeah, dude, tell me about it. I just did. I told you, you need downtime. What the hell is up with this? You Help. Diablo <laughs> off the record. I'm having trouble in math class. I need to know what DPS the 37 wizard is who got plus 26 weapon damage and plus 56 DPS. Please help. Signed. Not Mistress LeBeau. <laughs> you know, that would probably work a lot better if it wasn't sent from Liz's email address. You know, I always get so much hate for, you know, you don't know anything. And then I finally whip out my maths. You know, I show my maths to everybody because what y'all don't know is that's what I do in my spare time. I maths. You maths. And you became a happy panda. (laughs) I don't want to hear right now. Go sit in the corner, Kath. I don't want to talk with you. the chat room like the happy panda they don't like the happy panda they do no they don't you don't know 